We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's do a little bit about... Let's do a rapid, rapid fire. Yeah. So, like, we'll go through these a little bit quicker, but um, we've got conference championship weekend this weekend. And, of course, the college football playoff field and all the bowl games are going to be announced on Sunday. So, Dan Wetzel from Yahoo Sports and the College Football Inquirer podcast says the top four teams in the college football playoff rankings this week Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and USC, in that order, one through four. He says they should be the four teams that make the playoffs. And this weekend's games should basically only be for seeding since they're all playing in conference championship games, which is more than like Ohio State and Alabama, for example. Teams five and six are playing this weekend. So do you buy or sell that, Vince? I sell it because if USC loses, I think they're out because now you've got two losses and now I think there's teams that are more deserving of it than, than right. USC. But, but just to play the other side, there's two losses because they have played one more game than either Ohio state sure. or Alabama. And that's, that's Wetzel's point is these guys are all playing one more game. So why should sure. they be penalized for it? Then don't I play realize the game. you hate USC and a lot of other people. That's nothing to do with it. It has to do with they'll have two <laughs> losses and their strength of schedule. I think, I think I'm guessing would still would it be as good as Ohio State's? Because Ohio State's isn't going to be good I don't either. Think so. Yeah. Okay. So it probably still be lower. It it's might still bump it up because they're playing Utah again. But yeah. But if you lose to the same team twice, I mean, I'm sorry, you're out. And then I I replace them with Ohio State. That's what I would do. Yeah. So I I largely agree with what Vince is saying. I think that Georgia, Michigan, and TCU has done enough. They had an undefeated regular season. Um, I don't think that they should be knocked for having to play another high-end opponent potentially. Uh, but for someone like USC, I do think that that this win is crucial for them because they do have the one loss. And it is against a team you're playing the same team again. So uh, a team that is noticeably not as good as you on paper, right? And so I think if you can't beat the same team or if you lose to the same team twice in one season uh, and there's a team like Ohio State with one loss, I do think uh, that you deserve to bump out. But you know, again, the argument is if these games don't mean anything, then don't play them. Don't have conference championships. You know, don't let them uh, affect things because that's that's the main point. If you don't want it to affect you, 
uh, then, and then it really is supposed to be meaningless, then don't play the conference championships at all. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh if the Big 12 screws itself again because Kansas State you know, Kansas State could have been playing Notre Dame for the national championship in 2012 instead of Alabama. But what did they do? They lost. You know, and you can go back it, it was in the 90s Kansas State was poised for an opportunity to play for a championship. What did they do? They lost the Big 12 championship game. That Big 12 championship game has uh, you know, hurt a lot of different teams over the years. So it would be like, I'm not like anti TCU by any means, but it would be kind of funny if it happened again, but I do those undefeated teams. I completely agree with what he's saying, but I, I do tend to agree with, with what you guys are saying about USC because it would be a second loss and it would be to the same team as well. So if you lose to the same team twice, and those are your two losses and you really haven't played much besides Notre Dame, you know, what, UCLA, eh, you know, they, they didn't quite I, – I, so I don't think USC would deserve to be in as well. Like I said, Vince, I was playing devil's advocate on you there. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Over under one and a half conference championship game upsets this weekend. Uh, I'm going to take the under here. I think there's going to be exactly one. Um, I didn't consider any of them action. I, I went with straight power five conferences, the ones that have the most yeah. impact yeah. on, you know, the, the, the selection and, and bowl games and all of that good stuff. 
I have uh, I have USC winning. I have Clemson winning. I have um, let's see. I have I have uh, I guess my only loss. I'll put it like that. I have Kansas State beating TCU. I think that TCU okay. uh, has has really. You know, they're, they're the fourth quarter team. They have a lot of these comebacks in the fourth quarter. I think Kansas State has something to prove. They already got beat by TCU once. Um, I think they're going to do it. It's hard to beat the same team twice in one season, especially when you're considering two of the, you know, the best teams uh, in the given conference. So I think Kansas State gets it done this weekend, and that's my one upset. Ooh, interesting. Well, my my I'm going to stay one as well, so I'll say the under, but my upset's in the ACC. I think – North Carolina has a shot at knocking off Clemson because of the matchups. Okay. I think Clemson's secondary is not great. And I think that is the strength of North Carolina's offense. I think Drake may is going to have a bit of a coming out party in the ACC title game. You just got to pray. If you're a North Carolina fan that your defense holds up against (laughs) a not very potent Clemson offense. I think, I think Clemson's ripe for the picking on this one. So I, I think North Carolina is going to get it done. Yeah, I can't go against TCU, even though that one, Kansas State was up early in that game, and I actually bet that in the middle of the game when Kansas State was still up on TCU to win and made a nice little penny on that. People just keep, and myself included, because TCU has played these games, they're teetering, it's like you're going to lose at some point. All they've done is keep running the table. So I'm not going to pick against TCU Although I wouldn't be completely shocked if Kansas State wins that game, I guess, because of how, you know, the way it played out the first time. And I agree. The only other game where I think, you know, Utah-USC should be close, but I do think USC will win. I think they're yeah. better here at the end of the season, especially offensively. I agree. I think the the, the biggest chance is at North Carolina-Clemson game. So I'm going to go under one and a half upsets as well. Okay, so give me a three-leg parlay for this weekend's conference championship games. I got a good one cooking. I got tennis or okay. sorry, TC or blah 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 blah. Uh, Kansas <laughs> State money line uh, parlayed Ooh, with a North Carolina right away with that one. Okay. North Carolina's covering the <laughs> spread against Clemson, and I have USC covering the spread against Utah. So USC spread, Clemson or sorry, North Carolina spread and TCU money line. Or Kansas State money line. My goodness. So give All me right. that again because you corrected yourself like six times. So what is the actual three leg parlay? North Carolina <laughs> to cover, okay. USC to cover, Kansas State money line. All right. Thank you. I like it. <laughs> All right. I'm not quite as daring as Jesse with his upset pick, but I will take North Carolina plus the seven and a half, I think is the number. I will also take Georgia minus the 17 and a half because I think they blow the doors off at LSU. And then I will take a, I don't even know if this one exists, but I'll, I'll take Caleb Williams for three or, or more total <laughs> touchdowns. Mm, okay. All right. Stymie has Georgia plus 17 and a half, North Carolina plus seven and a half, Michigan. Minus 16 and a half. Georgia should be be minus minus. 17 and a half. Yeah. (laughs) Because if you're taking Georgia plus, I'll take that too. (laughs) You're going to win that one. Yeah. Um, Milton, hang on a second. I I know I saw your super chat early. It's still in there. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. I, I, I forgot it was in there and it was a little, it was a little edgy. So uh, I was pushing it toward the end. Okay. So mine I am going Kansas State TCU over 61 and a half. 
I am going Georgia LSU over 51 and a half. And I am going Michigan money line over Purdue. Now you're not going to get a lot of mileage out of no. that Michigan money line no, you're not. over Purdue, but I'm playing it safe a little bit with that one. But as you guys saw, I finally won me a four leg parlay last week and I cashed in pretty good. I think I doubled the money that I had in my FanDuel account when I cashed in on that. So. That was nice. Very nice. That was nice. I have been on such a losing streak. I need something. Oh, I was too. Oh, I, was too. I need something. I, need, I just need anything. I just need a win. I, I need. I, I should just take Michigan money line. That's it. Just so I can get a win. I, it doesn't even matter. I'm watching yeah. Purdue a win. Yeah. Milton says he has two of them super chats. Uh-oh. I th- thought we got one of his in earlier didn't we didn't we get one of i can search i can search as you uh move forward all my right friend so basically his other super chat is <laughs> drew pine leaving basically you know banabla to <laughs> to tommy reese i guess that's why i you know i it, put it up on the screen but we don't have to say what he's saying but is is, is this a shot at, at tommy reese is what milton wants to know it's it's a shot at him not going to be the starter. I mean, I, that's what it's a shot towards. I mean, it, it, I don't think it is necessarily anything to do with Tommy Reese, unless he blames Tommy Reese for going into the portal. And if that's yeah. the case, then sure. Uh, but, you know, other than that, I mean, is it personal? I don't think so. I think him and Tommy Reese have a pretty good relationship with each other. So I'm, I'm going to say that it's not personal, but I don't know that for sure. And so that would be going out on a limb if I said that. So, it, it, to me, though, if I'm on that team, it feels like it's a it's a big you know what to the team. Yeah, I don't think it, it's a it's a it's a fu to to Tommy Reese. We've seen their dynamic, their relationship. You know, Tommy Reese has said that Drew Pine ultimately reminds him a lot of himself when he was at Notre Dame. You know, and I, I think that that's a very uh, good you know comparison on on Tommy's part, but. Again, it just comes down to a guy loves to play ball and he wants to continue to play ball. He doesn't want to be a backup. He's got the taste that he can play ball. He just wants to continue to play ball as long as he can. You know, that I don't think – I think Drew Pine's a very smart and realistic guy. I think he knows that the NFL probably isn't in his cards, and so how can he maximize his time as a quarterback and playing football? Yep. That's going to a different school and getting yep. his shot elsewhere, and there's nothing wrong yep. with that. I think he wants to play, and he's got three years to play rather than sit on That's the bench. That's a big piece, too. He's got his degree, and he's got three years left yep. now to go play somewhere exactly. else. Exactly. Yeah. Three years yeah. to go play someplace. You know, Why not? Why not take advantage of that? He has, He's had an opportunity to live his quote-unquote dream. He got to be the Notre Dame starting quarterback this season, and he got a taste of what comes with that, both the good and the bad. And – you know, if you can it's walk fair. out of here with a degree, go play someplace else. I think that's what it's all about. And again, with the coaching staff being up front with him the way they do, I do, you know, I think that that's good that they, you know, that they were up front and let him know early. So this lets him get his name in the portal early. And there are a lot of guys who are already going in the portal. I I, I saw that, that uh, McNamara has already decided on going to Iowa next year yeah. from Michigan. So. That was a quick. So their offense just went from god awful to uh, <laughs> semi awful. <laughs> semi, yeah. Yeah. But they'll have that quarterback. They'll have that quarterback. How about a little hoops? Double fill in the blanks. If the Notre Dame men's basketball team's upset of Michigan State Wednesday was blank, the women's upset loss to Maryland Thursday night was blank. Take it away, Vince. 
Okay. Uh, the first one is shocking. I, I, I sat there in that game against Michigan State, shocked at how that game played out. Uh, Notre Dame just outplayed them on both ends of the floor, and it was shocking. More from a defensive standpoint than from an offensive standpoint. And then I also, I watched the the women's game as well, and that was disappointing. Uh, they, you know, it was it was back and forth the entire game. It was a well played game on both sides. I was hoping the Notre Dame was going to pull it off, so it was disappointing for me. I I, I really thought that they were going to pull that one off, and a girl just made a good shot at the end of the game to win it for them. At, at yep. literally at the buzzer, no time left when that thing went through the cylinder, and uh, so it's disappointing. I was hoping the Notre Dame would still be undefeated. Can I ask you this, Vince, since you watched? Yeah. Did one of the officials in that women's game, like, did she, like, was it noticeable on TV that she really wanted to be part of the show? <laughs> no, I, I guess I wasn't okay. watching that closely. So I don't, okay. I, I kind of had it on as I was watching dinner kind of a situation. So uh, I and I'm not blaming it, her for anything. That wouldn't I'm surprise just, me. She was very, yeah. All right. Jess? So I'm going to try here. I'm not good with the double fill in the blanks. Uh, <laughs> Notre Dame's men basketball team upset of Michigan State Wednesday was minor. The women's upset lost Thursday night was major. I, I say that it was minor uh, because Michigan State has a couple guys out. Um, Notre Dame plays well at home. That's even when they've been, you know, a, a decently, you know, a, a teams that aren't necessarily as good, right, as, as some of the other teams that they've had over the last decade or so. So, I, I thought that they would beat Michigan State. I didn't think that they would blow the, the doors off of Michigan State. So I, I would say that uh, it's a little bit minor. I bet on them to beat. I bet on an IU Notre Dame parlay that night. I won a little bit of cash on that. So I was I'm not just, you know, making Ooh. stuff up. I had some money on the back of that. Um, but, yeah, I, I didn't think that they would essentially blow out Michigan State like that. I didn't think that Ryan would go unconscious in the first half and go five of five from three at one point. That's a big aspect um, of the game. So. It, to me, the, the women's upset is major because I think that they are a better team than Maryland. It's on their home court. I think that there might have been a little, you know, Bahama hangover potentially. <laughs> There's other things that, you know, I just it's it's hard to get back into the swing of things after being, you know, in the Bahamas. You come back and you play a very solid ranked team. I just think that they weren't all there yet. If they played Maryland again in two weeks, I think it would be a completely different game. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting. Maryland had two athletes, Seller and Edwards, and Edwards is the one that that ended up making the game-winning shot there at the end. She ended up with 31 points. But, like, they were athletically just different. They were, you know, both fairly tall. They could, you know, they were versatile. They could do some different things. They could slash a little bit, play inside and, and outside. They kept the ball in their hands most of the night. And they took their little Italian point guard and stuck her on the bench. It's like, you're the least athletic one out here. You're going to stay on the bench. You're not going to kill us in this game. And ultimately, their best player made the play at the end of the game. Now, Notre Dame, two of their best players in that game last night against Maryland, made some great plays as well, Citron and Miles. Sonia had another great game last night. Miles was, you know, in and out of a little bit of foul trouble. But that inbound play that, you know, that tied up the score from Miles to Citron was, was great tied it up at 72 they just couldn't quite uh you know come up with enough defense at the at the other end two ranked teams though you know it's like that's the first ranked team Notre Dame has played this season it went down to the wire there were what 10 ties and I think 15 lead changes or something like that so I mean it was it was a great game you know now problem is you got UConn coming in Sunday so it's going to get even tougher so really curious to see how that ends up 
And, you know, and then as, as for the men, I was like Vince, I was completely shocked because, you know, again, it's like they've been playing so close with these nobodies here up front, you know, all these close games at the start of the season, they get beaten by St. Bonaventure. So of course, what do they do? They go out and they beat a ranked team, Michigan state. And I know, like Jesse said, Michigan state was out with, without some guys, but Notre Dame is still without Marcus Hammond as well. And they're only playing six guys. They played six guys. And that's what's amazing. It's like, now if Cormac Ryan isn't completely unconscious the way he does, probably doesn't quite go to that same script. But the fact that he was, the fact they were able to play six guys and beat Michigan State, it's one they needed. So it's it's a big win for them early. And hopefully they can kind of get some momentum going now because now they start ACC play against Syracuse Saturday. Well, and Cormac Ryan obviously scored the bulk of the points he was absolutely you know unconscious from the three-point line you know all of that but you know um oh gosh why his name is uh nate um lichewski he didn't he scored nine so you know normally he averages almost 20 a game so it's almost as they kind of flip-flop points right so, like i said it That's wasn't true. even mostly the offensive side of things they played some lockdown defense and yeah. that is not the calling card at Notre Dame these days. At least it hasn't nope. been the last few years. So nope. that was, that was, I mean, when they went up 20 in the first half, I, I texted my father-in-law as a Michigan state fan. He was at the game. I was at the game. And I said, Hey, you guys are probably going to come back in the second half. You know, it's going to be kind of an opposite half situation. And Notre Dame played him even in the second half, which was shocking to me. And a lot of that was because of the defense. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, World Cup tomorrow. USA, round of 16. They face the Netherlands. If they go no farther, I'll start with you, Jess. Vince is, Vince is with his soccer son in Indianapolis, but I'll let Jess start this one. If they go no farther, has this World Cup been a success for the United States? Yeah, I mean, making it out of the group stage was enough of a success, I think, for this team. Um, and that's, you know, I think that the expectations were to get out of the group stage, but it's never it's uh, it's never, never easy to actually do it. You still have to do a lot of things. They still, you know, had to play a solid game against Iran. They still had to put up a, a tie against um, uh, England. And then obviously the game against Wales, they let slip away. That was also a tie. So I think if they make it past this round, it exceeds all expectations. But I think that they've already done that now. I think this is a big step for them after not making it four years ago. Um, and I'm just saying that I'm going to be up early tomorrow, getting to a bar early and going to start at 7 a.m. Uh, game starts at 10. But I will be 
I will be uh, I'll be I'll be in full force with a couple of drinks okay. by by 10 a.m. Um, but definitely, <laughs> definitely exceeded wow. expectations. I don't know about you, Vince. You're going three hours of pregame, my friend. I'm yeah. So we we I, called them. Uh, a lot of the bars are opening at 5 a.m. So that means that oh people are, are going to have to be getting there at 5 a.m. to open at 5 a.m. So seven was actually sleeping in a little bit, believe it or not. Oh, to be young again. Oh, to be young again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for me, it, it it is a success because I think that I think it, it the 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 group stage that they were in. I think their group panned out the way people thought that it would right i think notre dame was i'm mean, notre dame the usa was slotted to kind of finish second and they did right um i so i think it's a success that they got out they did what they were supposed to do that's great if they win this one then it's a monumental success because i don't think anybody's really anticipating that notre dame is going to beat um, i said it again that USA is going to beat the Netherlands. I just don't see that being the case. It just shows what a homer you are. Like everyone's jingoistic. Yeah. You know, they're going to cheer for the United States. And now we just know Vince right. is just a flat out Notre Dame homer because he keeps substituting. I, <laughs> hey, I am a huge USA guy. I love the Olympics. I've really enjoyed the World Cup. Two of the games have been on while I was at work. And so I've had the game on in the background as I'm suspending the kids, you know. But uh, it, it is. It's fun to watch. I think the United States team is fun to watch because they're so young and they play hard, man. It's fun to watch. And so, you know, my son's coach sent everybody a message today. They're like, let's boycott tomorrow's game because that we should be watching the USA game because their game's at 930. And they, I mean, the if USA you're at a soccer at tournament and the USA is playing in the World Cup, your kids should be watching the USA play in the World Cup, right? I don't disagree I realize with you, there's but... only so much time the weekend, but yeah. I paid good money to be here, Sean, that's and uh, I'm not boycotting any games. I'm saying they should reschedule the tournament <laughs> around the World Cup is what I'm saying. Agreed. That yeah. I agree And I agree. Completely. Like They missed the World Cup last time, and there was yeah. all the uproar, and now they've got this you know, pretty young, upcoming team right now. So to be where they are right now, I think that you know, if they go no farther, you can call this a success, and then the next World Cup, Four years from now, I believe it's in North America, right? Like, yeah, I believe that's accurate. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, so that's like these younger guys, they'll be veterans by then. Like, that's kind of what you're building toward, I think. So you get get to this point. I think you've got to be pretty happy. I don't expect them to be happy, but you'd come out of it again. I think feeling pretty happy. So I think I think you can call it a success just where it is right now milton fan super chat it's time vince now i don't know exactly what this means in this context because he didn't say that like (laughs) unless unless he came in and we were already starting up rapid fire and that's what he was talking about maybe i don't know james with a super chat just want to say i love the show i love that you added jesse he rationalizes everything out very well (laughs) everyone vince has always been my favorite vince has a fan a super fan with a super chat. <laughs> Real quick before we wrap up, Deion Sanders, he's supposed to announce this weekend where he's going to be. Is he going to be at Colorado, Cincinnati, South Florida, or stay at Jackson State? Real quick. Colorado. I think I think Colorado has the biggest opportunity for him to make the biggest waves because they're terrible at the game of football. It is a power five, even though Cincinnati is headed to a power five eventually. Mm-hmm. 
I still think Colorado's the best fit because I think he could do some damage in the Pac-12. It's not a great conference, in my opinion, contrary to what I think other so people too. think. I think so too. Like, yeah, they've won a national championship at Colorado before. Now, granted, it's been yeah. a long time, but I think well, that it's been a long time in Notre Dame too. So, well, that's true. Only a couple years. You know, Colorado <laughs> only won it a couple years after Notre Dame did, for that matter. So, it's very that's good. What point. I'm saying and. And, uh, you know, I, I will also say I am disappointed he's not going to Auburn. I was hoping for me some, for some prime in the SEC. He would have been ruffling feathers like crazy, and well, you I know, was here for it. So. I've heard, you know, again, like listening like to Wetzel's, Dan Wetzel's podcast, the one he does with Pat Forty and, and those guys. Um, they've talked about the fact that Dion is a, you know, you're – you're not just hiring a coach, you're hiring a celebrity. And Dion basically is going to do things the way Dion Sanders wants to do it. So maybe that's True. maybe that's not a fit with what they're looking for down there at Auburn yep. right now and some other places. I think you can get away with that at Colorado or Cincinnati or South Florida, though, because they're all I don't think that they would mind having a celebrity coach who's going to give them a higher profile, especially Colorado right. in the Pac 12. Where they, and I agree. Yeah, I think exactly. Colorado is a perfect fit for him because I think that when Colorado has won before, they have gone out to the West Coast and they have recruited the skill position players and and you know gotten really good players from out there in the West Coast. And that was when they were in the Big Eight slash Big Twelve. And now that they're in the Pac Twelve, I think that he could go out there and really make some inroads with recruiting. So I, I think that he could. I think he could do a lot for them. Well, guys, we were. We were originally planning on going, what, 30, 45 minutes, and we went nearly 80 minutes tonight. So, well, you know, my son got a good yeah. nap in over here while we were going. So it's good. Look at this. <laughs> That's Look good. At this. I'll show her. He just curled up right over here. So there you go. <laughs> Jess, Vince, Vince keeps trying to tell us that he is in a, you know, some kind of pit there in whatever this motel he is. It, Sure looks a lot better in the background than what we had in Omaha, though. I've stayed, yes, that is the worst hotel I think I've ever stayed at. <laughs> I'm going to send you a video. It's it's deceiving. Uh, I wish I wish we would have had video from that place. But <laughs> all right, guys. Well, this is this was our first Friday show, and again, we were planning on doing this before the Drew Pine news. The Drew Pine news <laughs> dropped, and here we are. So thanks to everybody for stopping by tonight, and uh, we'll be back next. Friday. I don't know if we'll have breaking news going into the show like today, but uh, we'll have something <laughs> for you. Seriously. Hit that like button if you would when you're on your way out tonight on the YouTube channel. And of course, rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast channels. Have a great weekend. We will be back on Monday with Ivy Nation Sports Talk.